Hey, good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to Let's Talk. Welcome to Let's Talk on a Thursday at 9 p.m. And as you guys may or may not know, every Thursday, 9 p.m., what we discuss here on this platform is Crown Rules. Crown Rules is, let's just say it is a title given to a king or a queen. Um, so this part of Crown Rules, what we discuss is a woman's journey to, to the throne. And um, we like to discuss that in totality. We've been going over each week of the book, of Julia's uh, beautiful book. And we're all the way up to episode 10. Um, this, this These weeks go by so quickly. You know, I'm at a loss for words talking about it. I'm excited for tonight's show. Um, I'm excited... Um, not only because of some things that were going on behind the scenes, but I'm excited because it speaks to the title of today's show speaks to an aspect that many of us have in particular women. Um, we always speak about it when we talk about a woman's intuition or a woman's instinct. And sometimes that, or a man, we may say, Oh, my third eye or, or so forth and so on. But many a times we, uh, we drive through that red light. We drive through those telltale signs when your instinct is telling you, um, you know better. So we're going to discuss within Julia's book, the constant of knowing your instinct, knowing that, 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 that intuition for the women and knowing that, like they say, a woman's intuition or a man's third eye. So we're going to discuss that. And um, thank you, everybody, in the chat. Hope you guys engage with us. Last week, we had a beautiful show. Um, the young, the, the the person that won the uh, the giveaway actually decided to pay it forward. So it actually was three people that won the yeah. giveaway. Um, yes. Sean, Stewart, Graham, Pam Freeman, Tullis, and Ashkia. She, they all three won, and their yes. books, their books will be there soon. And I, I hope that they really enjoy those three books and um really get a lot out of it and pass it on to their fellow women kind or pass it on to some gentlemen so they can understand what one woman's journey uh, did for her. Good evening, Julia. Good evening, Quentin. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm I'm sipping on a smoothie, so you got to excuse me. I got your straw. <laughs> uh-huh. I know when people see people drinking with straws, it look a little funny, but I don't want to <laughs> have that. I don't want to have that smoothie brim stuff on the top of my nose, <laughs> the top of my lip looking all crazy. <laughs> You know, right. are, yeah. So usually most people see me with my blue cup and they'll be like, what do you be drinking? And I, and he drinks water all the time. Right. I, I usually drink coffee and mm -hmm. I drink water at the same time, or I drink a, um, a flavored water, but I, I have this smoothie thing right getting right now going. Mm -hmm. so That's I, good. I, I had made too much of a smoothie this morning. So I still had some in the uh, container. So I said, I might as well add some stuff to it. So. Right. Hopefully this won't have me up all night looking crazy, but, <laughs> you know. Hopefully so what's not. going on? Nothing much. I'm excited to be here again, um, talking crown rules, one woman's journey to the throne. I really like this this section of the book. Um, I know I say it every time we talk about it, but I think it's just important to, you know, remember, you know, if you have the book or if you're planning to purchase the book that this the book really outlines a journey to your throne. And so it's divided into certain sections so that you can focus on 
different aspects of your identity one at a time. So the first part of the book is about your creation and those initial ideas or views or perspectives or beliefs that are built into your identity. Um, and then taking an opportunity to decide whether or not you still agree or align with those things and, and making the choice to a conscious choice to take away what you want to take away and add what you want to add. This section of the book is called evolution because in, in this section of the book, I allow or attempt to allow the reader to really be clear about what they want to do moving forward and then identify some key aspects of ideas or choices that they need to be attentive to as they're working along their purpose, their path, their destiny. So week before last, we talked about your purpose, you know, that you're here for a reason. Um, we talked about living on purpose, in your purpose. Last week, we talked about your life, which was, you know, being aware of those dangers or harms, you know, to your life that could interrupt your, your path. And this week, we're talking about your instinct. And, you know, the reason why it's in this, this section of evolution is because, like you said, Quentin, we can hear we can hear that voice or we could feel it in our gut or we'll get that um, that premonition or that sense or our third eye will tell us all these different things that we call it. We'll hear it or sense it and then we won't acknowledge it or respond to it. I know that I know that me and you had discussed before and, I, and, and, and we're not even though um, Crown Rules 2, which we did first, was more talking about how black men love and, and and one of the purposes was for you to get you to help us as a um as a race heal and get to, and get to understand the intricacies and the beauty of healthy relationships mm -hmm. as as we would say get back to how they used to be back in the day mm -hmm. um and i know that this book deals with more of a self a self book and, mm -hmm. last, and last week we were touching on the relationships aspect. Mm -hmm. So now today, this is, and, and we always discuss this because I always say this, and then you'd be like, no, you're saying it wrong. You're wording it wrong. And this is what I always try to convey. And you had even, you had even sent me something and I forgot to acknowledge and thank you for sending it to me was being, being so selfish or getting trying to get yourself right so you could be a better person for everyone else and you know a lot of times we're dealing with that 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 instinct and that third eye it's like okay i'm seeing all these telltale signs with this person this situation whether it's a relationship whether it's you know a casual friend whether it's work related like, why do you do you believe? And you know, I know everybody's opinion may be different. Why do you believe we just go right past the red light? So, I don't think that we just go past the red light. I believe that there's a process on the way to the red light, <laughs> and then we go. Um, so, number one is, which I think is really important for us to understand, is that 
as we're growing up and as we're raised, we're following the guidance and the instruction and the direction and the wisdom and the advice of everyone who is around us, right? We're, as we're growing up, we're not necessarily capable or developed enough to make certain quality choices. And so we trust the people that are around us to provide us with that guidance and to provide us with that insight and to help us go along our path. In certain cultures and in certain religions, there are rites of passage. And during and within that rite of passage, whatever the ceremony is or whatever the case may be, Within that rite of passage, there's an understanding that you still belong to the tribe, but now you are responsible to your to your choices and to your 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 path and the things that you do. You still can rely on your on on the tribe for guidance and support, but it's expected that you've received everything that you needed to receive in order mm -hmm. to le live independently. And so that rite of passage is like a, a, a signifier that, okay, you're safe to go. We don't have that in our culture. We don't have that in, the, in our yeah, culture. It, 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 was, it was, for lack of better words, it was broken. It was, it was broken. Bro it was broken for what, for what happened to us. It, it's, it's amazing that you bring that point up because I think that a lot of people don't understand that we say, when we talk about the, the, the being raised by the tribe, I mean... You even had the elders. You had elders that were specialists in certain areas. You may have an elder that was a specialist when it comes to relationships and being able to give the wisdom and give the understanding to the to the, as we say, to the babies, for them to understand. Okay, after you sat with this elder for a certain amount of hours, they gave you, as they say, your rite of passage and said, okay, you, it's time for you to move on. You get, you got the drink, you got the lesson. You got now all you, of your wisdom. Now you'll be now you'll be better a better productive um person. Um but within the on, tribe. With it within the tribe. And so, so 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 this is what you mean when you talk about inst inst instinctual knowledge. Right. So the reason why that was just like the beginning part to answer why we go we, mm -hmm. we go past the red light. So in the absence of that rite of passage. Right. We have we have opportunity to be independent in different ways, um, living on our own, working, choosing our own relationships. But when it comes to choices that we need to make, we still rely on the tribe and, and that's around us or whoever's around us. We still rely on their advice because we haven't come to the point where we trust ourselves. We might have all of the wisdom, we might have all of the knowledge, and we might have some of the experience, but we don't necessarily trust ourselves. And this and this is the statement that you wrote in the beginning of the chapter. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Do you think do you think that the reason why a lot of us don't trust ourselves is because that crown was shaken? That 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 foundation was shaken. Like, for example, a lot of a lot of times we um we don't realize the, um, as we say, journey back to the throne. We don't realize who we are because we've been knocked down so much that you start really like becoming a victim of your circumstances. You start wondering, is it me? 
Is there something wrong? Is there something wrong with me? And the answer to that is no, there's not anything wrong with you. You have to step into trusting yourself. If you have, if you've had the experience and you, you, um, you've developed your own wisdom. We talk about wisdom later on in the book, trusting your own wisdom as well. But if you've had the experience and you develop the wisdom and you have people around you that you do trust, you know, to give you, you know, positive information, then you also want to get to a point where you trust that that thing that you're thinking or that thing that you're feeling in your stomach, that that's true. Don't doubt that. And I think, you know, we have to be careful about how we criticize people for their choices, because if you criticize someone for their choices too much, after a while, they begin to not trust their own choices. So I think we have to be, you know, a little bit more careful in our conversation about choices, especially when they don't work out well. To be careful about that so that people can trust themselves. So when it comes to the matter of the red light, when it comes to the matter of the red light, I think it's two things that ha that happens. The person, number one, doesn't trust what they're thinking, what's coming to them, what they're feeling, what they're sensing. They don't trust that. But then the second thing is they're concerned about perception. Okay. They're concerned about how they'll be perceived if they don't go forward. So for everyone in the chat, um, you know, Julia and myself, what we do is one of the things that we do love about going over this uh, book that she has uh, put together, what we do is we, we love the people in the chat to engage. Yes. And the reason why we love people in the chat to engage is because we learn not only about our own personal situations, but we learn about you guys as well. And like I said, um, one of the things about the journey that we're all on is that that journey doesn't stop until you're in the ground. So you guys explain uh, a situation where you used or didn't use your instinct and how it helped or hurt you in any situation. Maybe it was a job. Like I said, maybe it was with your family. Um, you know, don't be real descriptive, but just explain like, you know, I told myself not to do it and I did it anyway. And, 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 it, and it fell through. Like you may have, put some money on some investments and it might've fell through. It might've went well, you know, explain what was going on in your psyche. If you ever second guessed yourself mm -hmm. and how it helped you, or you believe it saved you from a situation. Nicole has a statement here. Yes. She said, I believe that sometimes it is not about trusting yourself. It may be that they don't want to accept the truth. Well, Nicole, if if you if you look at what you said in the in the context of what you're saying, it involves when with your statement, it involves another human being. Um I think that when it involves another human being, it's not about really trusting yourself or whether they agree to the truth or not. In this in this aspect of the book, you're you're so focused and this is why I always say and Ju like I said Julia gets on me, you're so focused in your evolution. You're so focused in your growth that you have to trust what you believe. Trust what you believe about yourself. You can't be caught up in how they think because we don't know how other people think. We don't know how other people feel. 
We only know by their actions. Because lip service could happen all day long. A person's actions is going to show, okay, this, that, third, whatever. But the only thing that you can do is trust yourself to the point where you know that you're making those sound decisions. You're listening to your instinct. You listen to your, for females, we, we like to say, you listen to the women's intuition. As a man, you listen to your third eye. That's the instinct that we're talking about. Absolutely. But also to Nicole's point where she's talking about accepting the truth, you do have to trust yourself with that also. Um, accepting the truth of a situation and you know not going forward means that you're trusting that you see what you see and you hear what you hear and you believe what you believe. Um, so it goes back to that too. But like once you once you connect to that, once you once you connect to what you're thinking and feeling and seeing, and are courageous enough to make the the choice that honors you, you're following your instinct. You're following that in, intuition, that intuition and that instinctual knowing. Part of what I talk about in the books book is that although we're human. We, we still have senses and not everything is about like a bad situation or a harmful situation, but we still have senses just like animals. Animals are able to detect when they should go and when they should stop. And they listen to themselves because listening to themselves is a matter of life or death for them. One of the, one of the things, one of the things that, and I don't, I'm not a, a, a expert on human behavior. Mm -hmm. I'm quite sure you guys could seek out the experts on that. But one of the things that a human being has, like Julia says, a human being has free will. And a human being, and most people say the phrase, I'm going to practice my eyes over my ease, your intellect over your emotion. If you ever notice some of the elders, what they would do is when a situation happened, for those of us that have mentors, and I really suggest that everyone gets a mentor a mentor at least 10 years and it's very important. Speaking to my point about it is if you ever get in counsel or seeking counsel, one thing that a lot of the mentors, a lot of the elders would tell you is stay still. Allow things to reveal themselves because a lot of times in our youth, in our hastiness, we want the microwave, we live in the microwave age, the quick results. Um, I'm, you know, I met this female. She really nice. You know, she's, you know, she, I, I'm digging her. Everything is everything. But now you want to know the but, or it's too good to be true. I know she got some stuff with her. Or I know, or, or you meet a, a male, or I know he got some stuff with him. He's too good to be true. He's missed, he's coming in my life. He's Mr. Wonderful and all this stuff that a person uses instead of saying, okay, I see the signs. He's a nice guy. She's a nice female or whatever. I'm digging it. Let me just stay still in my moment. Let's just let the tape play. We kind of, when we're younger or a little bit, um, as I would like to say, we're not as seasoned. We, we tend to rush everything. We act like we're going to have 30, 40 years with a person and we just met them. It builds and it <laughs> grows up. To, and I'm just speaking on the relationship aspect. Even even mm -hmm. at work, you, you a person goes to work. Let's, say, let's just use the person who works at GE. I'm just using GE for an example. You've been working at GE for two years and you got people there 25 years. And you think you're going to be running around the shop like them. Nah, you got to build that type of currency. You got to learn 
from experiences. You got to be seasoned in the area that you need to st uh, stay still. And this is, it, it all goes back to Julia's first point when she mentioned that tribe. This is why the elders were always put in place to counsel the youth because the youth or the immature or the unseasoned were very haste. We're very haste in our decision-making. But even, even in the, so like, let's be clear, you know, based on the experiences within our culture and within our race, like not all elders give good advice, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> not all elders give good, good, give good advice. And then there, is pe there are those people that we can trust and rely upon to, to give us wisdom and to give us guidance. This, this uh, chapter in the book is really about coming to a point where you trust your own voice, where if you had no one else around you to guide you on what your next step is, how do you sense and feel what that is? There's even an exercise in here about quieting yourself and stilling yourself so that you can you can understand what happens in your body when you're thinking about maybe engaging with the person that you feel comfortable with and, and engaging with the person that you don't feel comfortable with. There are different feelings that, that occur in your body. And not only are we hasty in our decision-making, but we're hasty in not allowing ourselves time to feel or sense what our next step should be. We, we rush over it instead of giving it that time to, to, to think about it and feel it. Edwina said, I think we go into many encounters expecting that an ending to a relationship is a loss. On point. Yeah, yeah. We 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 are the, the type of people, um, not all of us, and hopefully we break out of it, it's including myself. We are the type of people that we don't understand, and um, I use the word that I've been using today. We don't understand the journey. We want, we are so mankind is a self-gratifying society and it's getting worse as we get older. We see it more now that everybody wants to quick fix. Nobody wants to put the work in. Um, I'll just speak for Julia's book. Like, I mean, the gen just think about, you know, and Julia spoke about this before you guys, um, the genesis of her book, the genesis of why she decided to write, this started from a journal. This started from a place where she may say now, and, and I don't want to put words in her mouth. She'll probably speak on it. She may say like, yo, she was at a low point in her life. And like when you sit back and some years have went on and where she's at now, like that whole journey was well worth it to be here. She is doing a show and we're blessed to have her on a show. Like that's what we got to understand. Sometimes the goal, sometimes the reward is not more important than the journey. So let's not be afraid, as I always, as me and Julia always talk behind the scenes, to take that jump, to take that leap that when your, your, your instinct get, tells you something and be like, and get to the point where you trust yourself and you believe in your dream, just go. Just go. go. You, you want help. You want help. You want, see the problem, another problem we have, right? We want specific help. We want help from people we know. We want help <laughs> and assistance from certain people. I want it this way. <laughs> it don't work like that. You're right. gonna get help, you're gonna get help and assistance and um 
your your help is gonna come from people you don't know. Your help is gonna come from those supporters that you didn't know that was sitting back watching your journey and saying, "Wow, I'ma help you. I'ma I'ma push you. I'ma do this. I'ma behind the scenes. I'ma share your page. I'ma like your page. I'ma subscribe to your page." This is what is important, and I'm speaking to myself, you guys, first before I'm speaking to any of y'all. That all you got to do is jump and be in the fight. That's it. That's it. Trusting your instinct to the point where you like, you know what? This is as Julia had had explained before. Having a vision board, having your vision board, setting setting some short term goals for yourself, and saying, "This is what I'm gonna do." This is how I'm going to do it, and I'm just going to go. And whatever happened, happened. The Quentin, the beauty, the beauty of all of what you just said, um, which is so true. The beauty of all of it that I found is that once you establish your vision, and you're looking to move forward on your your path and uh, to your purpose, the things that you want, the things that you choose to accomplish, is that. Your instinctual knowing or your intuition is not only limited to relationships. Your instinct and your um, instinctual knowing and your intuition also is around fulfilling your dreams because you will be inspired, right, to take this next step, to, to go meet this person. I think I've said it before, to, to look into this site or, you know, to just do different things. That's inspiration. The inspiration comes but your instinct is going to tell you whether to follow it or not. And if you do not trust your instinct and you don't move, you're missing an opportunity. But it's important to be able to sense when your instinct is alerting you to this is the move or this is not the move. And you have to quiet yourself in order to understand that. Here you go, Jules. You got a question, statement from someone that knows you. Can you read it for me, please? That Oh, that's Anthony. I can't. Hi, I can't. He said, he said, peace, Julia. How are you? I must say we are definitely living in the age of perception. When a person has not been raised in a healthy household, it becomes the norm to do wrong. Hmm. I believe a person without any type of knowledge of self will always ignore those positive thoughts or feelings. How is that that a person can tap into that? Oh, that's beautiful. I, 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 I could speak on that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I believe that you got to be to a point where you're low. You got to be so low that you have no choice but to look up or or push up. Um, it's unfortunate that people do come from bad situations or bad circumstances in their household. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of crazy when we look at it because you could do a case study on a person that comes from a good situation and they turned all those blessings or all those favors down. And then you could look at the same, another person in a different situation, and they took everything and turned it into a positive. I think the individual needs to tap into, like, you know, what you want and what you're going to do and what, and, and, and dealing with that instinct and living it like, yo, no matter what, I'm, I'm going to be, a, or like, for example, you got people that don't know who their parents was. Those people, for lack of better words, to tell you, oh, I don't want to have kids because when I when I do have kids or may say when I do have kids, I'm going to be a better parent than my parents. 
And you see that. You see a lot of people that go extra dummy hard for, you know, I'm speaking a little crazy now, but they go extra dummy hard for their kids. Like, and they'll tell you, yo, I'm going to be a better parent than my parents was to me. You know, so a lot of you have individuals that know how to turn negative situations into positive situations. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's, to, to answer your question, brother, I really don't know what clicks in that individual. I know that I've seen and experienced those and been around those type of people where they just don't believe in not being successful in their in, in what they believe in being successful. They just go. They just go for it. They go getters. There that that's part of it, but the the other part, so right part of it is like hitting a rock bottom, like not being able to get any lower and and wanting to have a different outcome. The other part is about in who you surround yourself with, because if you have, you know, that negativity or that low vibrational energy or you have people who can't speak life into you and into your dreams because they can't speak life into themselves and their own dreams, then you have to shift into a circle that will lift you up. Sometimes, you know, if you're if you're younger, even at our ages, um, mentors are, are very important to have because they'll be able to see you as you are, not your past or not even their situation. They'll be able to see you as you are and to be able to listen to what it is you want to accomplish and then give you give you that that guidance on how to get there. But more than the guidance, what they can do is they can feed you feed you the positivity, feed you the things that you need to hear to feel good about yourself so that you can change that internal language that you have in your mind. We learn how to think about ourselves by the by the words that people speak on to us. Mm-hmm. So, so you need to move yourself into situations where people are speaking life into you and not death. Yeah, you, you, you definitely took that uh, step further. You're right. Have these people speak life into you and not death. So the power so you, of life and death is in the tongue, honey. So you said that your your instinct is your life preserver. Yes, it is. Do, you know, a lot of people don't know that life preserver is serious. You know, you you uh, <laughs> as as I always say, you 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 pull a ripcord, you jump off the helicopter, or you jump out the airplane, you pull a ripcord. You don't want newspaper come flying out. <laughs> so, so you need a life preserver or a good parachute. Um, you know, I, I I don't really like to share this story, right? This is a, this is a story, or this is a piece of me that a lot of people don't know, right? I have a, I have a good friend of mine. Um, he's a year older than me. Um, he 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 committed a crime when he was eighteen. He's been away ever since. He committed a crime when he was eighteen. He's been away ever since, and he's a year older than me. So you guys in the chat, um, he's coming up on what will be his 30th year, right? So I say this to say, right? He's he's got he's got a sentence called what we call a 30 to life. He has the L, and it speaks about what we talk about in the show. And he just wants to get the L taken off after his 30th year. Now, the 30th year is coming up actually in July. And I want to speak to you guys about hope. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my dealings with him now is, you know, 
I hear from him every now and then, but he he's never given up hope. In a lot of cases, those of us that never been in those type of situations, we give up hope on our circumstances. We may not have enough money to, to do what we want to do, or we may not have enough food. We may not have the job we want. But it's a lot of people who are doing worse and worse situations than us. So one of the things that how it ties into the conversation is having that hope that, yo, you won't even think about what you're doing on March 20th, 2021. Unless something major happens to you today, like major, 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 you're not even going to be thinking about what you did on this day five years from now. So depends on that, the impact of it. Yeah, have, depend on impact. So having that hope, having that 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 you know that memory bank, as Julia says, or having that you know knowing it's going to be all right, knowing that if you trust yourself enough, like I'm good, just gotta trust yourself. Trust yourself. Do you not? I'm gonna just ask everybody in the chat. Do you not trust yourself so much? That you scared to make a decision? Make a move. While we yeah. while we waiting for responses, I just want to share like a, a formula that I I use to remind myself to maintain that hope that you're talking about, right? So that for me, there's that the inspiration that comes. Whether you're you know a religious person or you believe you believe in a higher power or God or Allah, whatever you believe in, there's an inspiration, the universe, there's an inspiration that comes to you as a thought. So the first thing is the inspiration. The next thing is how do you respond to it? How are you going to act upon it? That lives in your instinct. Which way do I go? Once you decide which way do you, you're going to go, that leads to an intention. And that intention is to, you know, fulfill whatever you were inspired to do if, you, if you're going along that path. So after you've, you've received the inspiration, you followed your instinct and you, and you um, were clear on your intention, you're going to have an outcome. You're going to have an outcome. And the thing is, if you follow your instinct, the outcome is always going to be what's best for you. It's all your instinct is your, always your based instinct, on a higher choice. Your, your instinct don't work against you because it's, it's yours. Not, it's not your enemy. <laughs> it's not your enemy. <laughs> I think I think I think that is something that may, may a lot of people may not understand. Like it's your instinct, so it's not going to work against you. It's yours. You put that instinct energy out there. You were, as they say, you allowed the trap door. You built that trap door, so you might as well uh, trust in it, right? I mean, really, I, the the human body, mind, and soul is amazing. We have so many things within us to allow us to be successful. Mm. Edwina said, Famil familiar responsibility, family responsibility keeps some of us question to question our instincts. Also trying to figure out if it's survival instinct or higher power. Mm. Well, you know, well, you know, you know, Edwina, thinking about that, right? Let's just say if you do believe in a higher power, um, 
Your higher power, if you believe in one, only want that which is good for you. If that's what, if that is a belief that a person has, I don't I don't believe that if a person believes in the creator, that their creator wants anything bad for them, but for you to flourish. Uh, so trying to distinguish whether it's an instinct, I mean, we all those that believe in a higher power, I guess would say, you know, that's that's a sign from God, or you know how people say. Uh, but God, only God could do it, or they may say, and this is what a lot of people say when it happened, they may be like, you know, to God be the glory, or they may say, alhamdulillah, or, you know, this is the words that they say. So I say that, you know, if you have that telltale sign and you acknowledge your creator, then you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting my faith. I'm trusting that my belief, this, and and I know that a lot of times we those that believe in the creator will question, but you got to get to a point where you're not questioning your faith, questioning your belief, questioning your instinct. You just got to trust it, and not worry about the consequences, like Julia just said, because the consequences are not going to be bad. They're I not. Think to Edwina's point, I think when you're just when you're just beginning, you know, to make the decision to sense how you think and how you feel and to listen to your instinct, to listen to your gut or your third eye, when you're first beginning to do that, it does feel like a matter of survival because you're learning how to come into trust with yourself. And so you you really are taking a chance on if I follow what I'm feeling, what's going to be the outcome? I'm used to doing X, Y, Z, and I know what the outcome of that is going to be. But if I do ABC because I feel that ABC is the right thing to do, what's going to be the outcome? The thing is, you don't know. And that's usually where your blessing lies. Your blessing doesn't lie in the thing that you know for certain. Your blessing lies in the possibility. So when you first start following your instinct, it does feel like survival because you're not sure. But as you continue to do it and build it, now you can thrive and you don't. Instinct is not something that's either right or wrong. It's only how you think about it that makes it right or wrong. Instinct is always true. I think so. Thank you both for your responses. When we talk about instinct or using third eye. We must look at the ability of a person to make that move. Mm -hmm. Yes, I trust myself, but at times the negative energy can creep into the hearts of the people. Oh, absolutely. 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 I, 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 I agree with that. And that's where the third eye, you at that war. You at that war with your lower self every day. It's, it's a battle every day. You got to fight it. You got to huh. fight that negative energy. And sometimes you're going to lose. And when you lose and realize, like, yo, my lower self or my negative energy got the best of me, hold. Let me fall back. If it involves somebody else, now I may have to do some apologizing. You know, I can't. I'm. I'm. I can't. I'm only assuming. I'm only assuming when I say what I'm about to say directly to you. You're a man of a certain age, man. We're men of a certain age. We know how to navigate through a bunch of BS. And you did not get to the age that you're at by allowing negative energy to get the best of you. No matter where you went in your personal life, 
you get to a certain point and you know when we were younger a lot of us did a lot of dumb stuff not thinking about the consequences of our actions as we get older you get more conscious and be like yo i make one mistake i could be out of here i i react off my emotion and blow somebody head off i'm gonna be gone forever so as you get older you start really knowing from experience that that lower self, that negative energy, how you gotta, how you're in war with your lower self for the until you're in the ground. You gonna always be in a fight. This last, this these past few days have been a struggle for me personally. I have been in that war between my higher self, my higher consciousness, what I know to be true, and that lower self that is trying to talk me out of what I want to accomplish. And it gets dirty sometimes. <laughs> it gets dirty. And it's like, you know what? In this moment, I understand what's happening now. Once you are a man or a woman of a certain age, you understand when that battle is happening. So it's like, I, I say to myself, I understand what's happening now. I'm going to give myself grace to go through this process. I am going to remind myself of all of the things that I know to be true. I'm going to remind myself of all of the positive things. And I'm going to remind myself that there is more to come. I don't choose to stay here. And I'm telling it has been out just that back and forth battle. But I'm here for it because I know what I want. And I'm not going to let that lower self take me out or talk me out of what I want. But you have to be strong. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes, you know, and speaking to Julia's point, it's funny because uh, a week a week or two prior, I had shared some things with Julia like, yo, it just seemed like some crazy stuff was going on. And I shared it with Julia. And then, like, you know, I took my precautions with it. And then it turned out that everything was okay. But we, we got to understand that that battle, that battle is going to go on forever. You think... Like even when we think about our elders, um, they even battle it now. Like you know, they gotta have. Think about it. Think about how we have patience with the younger people. We we go in the store and you see a younger younger man or younger woman acting other than what they were created for. Right. Just think about the patience that we gotta have to navigate. You know, you just ran in the store to get you a quick snapple. That's it. You just want to pay for your snapple and get out of there. This joker got pants all the way down by his knees. You seeing his drawers. They cussing. They doing whatever. They doing whatever. One braid, doing, yeah, one braid, a finger wave, and a ponytail. They're, they're, they're doing what youths do, right? Right. Being just, young. Think, think about exactly being young. And then what we do sometimes, we become the get off my lawn type of people. But then think about our elders that look at us. Hmm. And the patience and the care, <coughs> excuse me, and the concern that they have to be for us. Because you know what they always say is, what's the phrase that people let us say? When the uh, when the students are ready, the teacher will arrive. Yes. And that's, that's the sort of attitude that, or a way that you got to go about you from the experience of always fighting your lower self. Always fighting like, yo, my instinct, my instinct telling me to chill, but. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm hot-headed. I want to just deal with it this way. 
or think about some other means or stay still. And I know sometimes the, the word stay still. I got some advice years ago, from, about four years ago from a cousin. I'm telling him about a situation. He said, cuz, just, just stay still. Just stay still. I'm like, I'm like, what? Stay still. Like, you know, I was ready to go. I was, you know, and, and really he told me to stay still. And I've been staying still on that particular issue that was going on in my life for like six years now. And it really was something that I had no had no control over. And this is why his advice was so important to me at the time, because a lot of times we don't have control. And this is what I see from the responses that a lot of us, we think that we have control over another human being. Quentin, give me one second. I'll be right back. Ah. <laughs> Julia has left us for a minute. But yeah, you guys, you know, um, that's one of the things that I believe that we need to realize. We're definitely understanding Julia's book and taking that journey with establishing our crown back or a woman's journey to the throne for the women is that this book is about you. This this journey that you want is about you. This journey is about being a little selfish sometimes because we, we be so given with other people that we don't be selfish. Be selfish. I mean, you, 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 you in, in order for you to be the best version of yourself or be there for me or be there for somebody that you care about or be there for anybody is you got to be on top of your game. If you're not on top of your game, you can't really give somebody your all. That's like when you when you got to take a test and you ever take a test and you pass, but you didn't study. You ever feel like, yeah, I passed it. But you say that to yourself. You'd be like, man, I passed the test. But because you know you didn't study for it, you know you didn't put your all into really passing the test. So I say that to say, like, that's the same type of situation. You got to just continue to give your all and trust yourself, trust that instinct, trust that third eye, because it's telling you something for a reason. You establish your third eye. And this is what Julia explains in the book. Nobody, I don't establish your third eye. You establish your own third eye. You establish your own red light. That's going to tell you, Julia, don't, don't, don't do this. Like you know, you guys, and I'm gonna make Julia laugh, right? But for, Julia has been fasting. But before she was fasting, she was having this thing with Popeye's chicken. Why you gotta bring it up? <laughs> no, I wanna no. go right now. In the midst, in the midst of her Popeye's chicken chicken thing. They wasn't giving her the service that she required. The chicken was good, but the service sucked. Horrible. So you know what Julia's third eye told her? You need to fall back from chicken for a minute. Because that particular place was close to her proximity, and the chicken is good. She <laughs> was not happy with the service. So she fell back from chicken. It, it, it worked all well for her third eye telling her, you're going to be fasting. You're going to be falling back from all this bad food. So now this bad customer service, that done put a cherry on the on the pie, and you ain't messing with no more of that chicken for a minute. <laughs> Queen, I drove past there the other day. <laughs> I wanted to stop and, you know, get my fish sandwich and stuff, and I was like, no. Yeah, I rebuke she, you in the she, name of <laughs> she, even, she, even, she even reeled me in and started telling me about this cod fish sandwich that Popeye's got. And believe it or not, I haven't been there yet. I'm trying my hardest not to. Please go. No, boy. Listen to her. 
I can't say, ha ha, you're correct. Knowledge of self has allowed me to continue in my journey. But knowing is only one step. I thank you both for identifying with the battle. Mm -hmm. Now let's examine all of us that continue to stay on the positive path. Mm -hmm. something comes about this to steers us on the path. Mm -hmm. I know the first rule of nature is self-preservation. However, at time, emotion can supersede intelligence. Absolutely. Uh, you better come on through, I can. I can. Come on through. Like, like I said, bro, you already know where emotion can take you. You've seen it. We see it. We see it every day. And as a black man in America, unfortunately, we get smacked in our face every day with emotion. Mm. Um, you know, how it could lead to our demise. Mm. You know, and, and, and it's funny because one of the things that a lot of people don't know as black men is most black men of a certain age, when they have eye contact with each other, they greet each other. Mm. Because it's a greet of respect and knowing, yo, I know your struggle. I know, mm. you, I know what you go through just to survive all the bull crap that you go mm. through every day. Mm. So you you right that emotion, you know, that emotion, you gotta find a, a PlayStation, a gym, <laughs> the track, because the emotion has to come out some way. You don't want to be built up with the emotion and go off on the wrong person, but definitely you wanna be able to to navigate um through the BS. And that's an important thing to understand, right? That there will be times where emotion, your emotion will, so happy to have you with us, I can't, there, there will be times where your emotions will supersede your intelligence, right? You have to know that that's going to happen. Hopefully when it happens, it's not, you know, like detrimental to yourself or someone else. But when that happens, give yourself grace and forgive yourself. You're human. And whatever you can take away from that experience, take you know, that wisdom from that experience, put it into your pocket for next time. Because the goal is always to try to be better. We're not perfect, but we can strive for excellence, you know, and what we do. But forgive yourself and give yourself grace. Well, Julia, do you have any, have any you know, it's, it's always funny. We always have our plans for the show. And I told you, Julia, we wound up going. Um, speaking about it in more context, I, I hope that uh, I didn't go too far off of the the, the text. Uh, Never. Did you do you have any final thoughts um, that you that you like to leave us with? I want to just read three points from the end of this chapter in the book. You know, at the end of the, each chapter, we have an opportunity to create a gem that represents what we've been just just been discussing. So at the end of this chapter, you have an opportunity to create a gem that represents your in. Do you create the gem? I always provide. To think about. And so here are three things I want to leave with the audience for tonight. You must learn how to listen to yourself before you can listen to anyone else. Listen to the answer you receive from your gut, evaluate it, and then proceed accordingly. The next point is advice may be useful, but you may not feel comfortable with following all of the advice you are given. Practice the skill of measuring and evaluating how you feel or think about the advice that you're, get, you're getting. 
Just because someone gives you advice doesn't mean that it's the right advice for you or that you have to follow it. So evaluate that. And then the last one is honor your spirit by listening to it. The answer will always be the same. And that answer is for you to protect yourself so that you can live in abundant life. The answer will always include the right next step to take aligned to your purpose. So listen, just listen. Um, I, I, have, I have no other um, words to try to explain what Julia just said, but to just leave it as it is. Um, thank you. Thank you, I can Appreciate that. Appreciate the kind words, brother. Um, thank you. The reason why I, I always, and I always tell Julia this behind the scenes, why I believe the importance of these books that she's written and the importance of her placement of this chapter is, yeah, we've been going over instinct. And we've been talking about evolution. But think about this for next week's show. Julia speaks about balance and understanding balance and being a balanced person. So with all the information that we discussed today and shared shared our thoughts with each other, we're going into the next chapter or the next section and learning how to have that balance. Yes. Learning how to be 50-50 because you don't want to be too high. You don't want to be too low. You want to be even killed. So um, with that, like I said, um, appreciate you guys in the chat. You guys make the show. You make you guys make us make it go. Um, remember, the best way to support the show is to like, share, and subscribe. The best way to support Julia is to like, share, subscribe, and purchase the book and share it and have these open conversations with your friends and family and mate and even if you have a mate be able to share that with them and be and talk about it talk about these these things and the book is a workbook so in each section Julia gives you exercises to go over and we don't really do that on the show but it's important that you go to exercises and take your time and because it is a woman's journey back to the throne with that, everybody have a blessed night, and we will see you guys next Thursday. Thank you.